Hey, Star Wars fans, welcome to the Star Wars Doctrine Show. I'm Cody Dastrup, and with me as always, Logan Schultz. Hola. We just, uh, we're about a month since Rise of Skywalker came out, a little bit over, but we wanted to sit down and kind of reflect on the Rise of Skywalker after a month. Right, and I think that's a really interesting thing to get to do is, I mean, so we've seen the Rise of Skywalker four or five times each, right? So we've seen it a few times and I've gotten the chance we have the visual dictionary just to digest it, to even talk with some of you guys, talk a little bit and really think about what we've seen. Um, and, you know, it's been it's been an interesting month and there's a lot of things I think that have changed for me, like my initial feelings yeah. from like the first viewing to now a month later with my most recent viewing. Definitely. Each time I've gone back, there's obviously you're always going to pick out different things. Right. But it was interesting too, like certain things that I didn't like the first time around, I started to like, and then certain things I might've liked or wasn't bothered by started to bother me. It's just funny how everything always changes over time. And No, yeah, I totally agree. <clears throat> I think, what was your, what was your favorite viewing out of the times you've seen it? If you could say like number. Probably one. second. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I think the reason was, was because when I watched it the very first time, the number one thing that bothered me was like the pace of it. Just because I was like, man, it felt like we were just going so fast. And there's a lot that J.J. had to fit into one movie. Right. But the second time going back, it didn't feel that way because I already knew some of the things that were coming and I could digest it more. So that, honestly, that was probably my favorite viewing. What about you? I was going to say the exact same thing. It's definitely number two for me. Um, and I think, like what you said is, you know, like you had the pacing down of the movie. You knew what was going to happen. It still is a rushed film. But like knowing what's going to happen, you can focus on the smaller details, which is always right. a fun part about a Star Wars film. Because there is a lot in there. Yes. Sometimes you just like the first viewing, I didn't notice near as much just because, yeah, like you said, it feels fast. But but there is a lot in there. Agreed. But I think so. There's obviously going to be spoilers in this if for some reason you haven't seen The Rise of Skywalker. Right. Um, but one of the things I felt was kind of super fun the first showing but maybe not as much in subsequent showings is uh i guess some of the reveals yeah you know i'm but that's just how things are gonna be right you know darth vader being luke's father not as cool not as cool the second time (laughs) you know chewy dying Mm -hmm. i remember when he saw that like we were like oh my gosh they just killed killed chewy and ray killed chewy like (laughs) i hate ray forever But then the second time, it's like, it's not a big deal. You're not like as yeah. hyped up. There's less emotion there. Well, I noticed the second time too, that there actually was two ships. Yeah. The first same. time I didn't. I didn't catch it so at that all. that was kind of smart. And that was kind of a fun detail that you can catch on subsequent viewings. Right. Which you might not have noticed the first time. Well, I didn't notice the first time I definitely time didn't notice the first time. And then yeah. like Hux being the the spy. Yeah. You know, it's, it's fun still, but like, it's definitely like less emotion or less like surprise. And that's. I think something that's always kind of sad about watching movies multiple times is like all those big reveals yeah, just don't have the lasting impact. Yeah, I agree with that. Speaking of Hux, it was interesting too. Like I, I thought like once they revealed him as a spy, I was like, man, this guy's going to go with him. He's going to go join the resistance. Yeah. And he doesn't and just gets freaking wrecked. I know. Which I was, like, was funny. Maybe he's going to help out. No, no, he's not. And I kind of wish he would have like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I get, like, his motive was cool because it was like, I don't care who wins. I just want Kylo Ren to lose. Like, I don't really care about the resistance. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense. But Pride's just like, I ain't playing with this dude. Just shoots him point blank. Seriously, that was, that was kind of crazy, I thought. Yeah, not what I expected for uh, Hux's arc. I did, I did like what you said, though. Like, we did get to see Hux, you know, always hated Kylo Ren from the get-go. Right. And that didn't so ever sense. change. Yeah. So that was fun. Made sense. But I kind of hope they wish they would have done more with him. But, you know, honestly, it was, I think, a, 
fair enough arc. And it gave uh, pride. It gave General Pride a uh, uh, like a. What am I trying to say? Like added to his personality. Yeah. Because like, we didn't get as much with him, so we got to know right away. He's like takes no crap. Exactly. He's... Yeah. He he was there to serve, and really Palpatine, honestly. But mm-hmm. but yeah, no, he was total bad A, and that was a good way to solidify it. So I he. Uh, Richard E. Grant's character, he just did awesome with that. I thought it was incredible. That yeah, Richard E. Grant, one of the thank you for joining yeah, Star Wars. One of awesome. the better performances in that movie, very convincing. Yeah, and I think overall, um, one of the things to me that stood out in this film was the acting and the characters. Yeah, all I think were much better than in other films. There was some good acting in all the films, I do think, but the performances overall from the entire cast was good. You know, I mean. This was the first film that I really enjoyed Ray's character. Yeah. The first one, I was like, okay. Number eight, I was kind of like, I don't really like her. But number seven, I was like, wow, I actually do like her. Or num- number, nine, number nine. That was weird. Yeah, no, seven, I, I agree. Some of the some of the best acting, for sure. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, Ray was incredible. Um, and, uh, Daisy Ridley and, and Adam Driver is just, he's incredible. He's a talented actor in general. Very talented, yes. And, uh, and the emotion that he's able to convey, like in the scene with, you With know, such Han minimalist performance, just yeah, he's he's great. I agree with that. It was definitely one of the better acted so, of the sequels. What are some of your top things from Star? Just favorite things that happened in Episode Nine? Well, okay, so the, going uh, talking about what my favorite viewing was, and I already made a video on what my favorite scene was, and that still hasn't changed. Uh, but going into the first viewing when we saw Han, right, like. I was thrown off to where I didn't enjoy it as much. Like, because I was like, wait, is this a force ghost? Why would they make Han a force ghost? (laughs) I was kind of bothered by it. But then at the end you realize it's just his memory. And I thought that was a really cool way to do it. So going in the second time, I could enjoy the fact that they were making these parallels to how Han died. And like, that was just one of the most beautiful scenes in my opinion. Um, Outside of that though, because I already made a video there on that. um, (laughs) I think the coolest fight was where where the way that JJ really took advantage of Ray and Kylo's connection. Right. So that fight where Ray's on Kylo's ship and Kylo's down on Kajimi and then they're like as the camera spins it's like crossing over to each person's like where they're at. Yeah. That, that was really really visually pretty, honestly. The camera work I thought was really impressive on that scene just like you're saying, you know, we got to get to yeah. get Ray was in Kylo's scene, Kylo was in Ray's scene, Kylo was by himself. Mhm. And how they interacted with their environment, you know, like the red beans or berries or whatever spilling that, yeah. onto the floor. That was the coolest part. Well, to make you to make you feel like what was like, I don't know, it would be hard to shoot a shot where they're standing in front of each other and the audience knows that they can't see each other's surroundings. But somehow he did it so well. Yes, so I that agree. Was, yeah. Because like, I, I definitely felt like that with like the forced dyad, like the first... Or I guess their forced connection in uh-huh. episode eight in the last Jedi, you know, I was like having trouble being like how much of the other person can they see, you know, right. what's really going on here. Mm-hmm. So that was an interesting way of like expanding cool on that idea and making it maybe even more clear. Mm-hmm. So what about you? What were some of your favorites? Um, I really liked the Han scene too. That just seemed so emotional to me yeah. and the tie in with just all of everything and Han being the guy who really got to bring back his son. That was that was really powerful to me. It was actually, you know, mother and father got yeah. to bring their son back together. It made Han feel like his death wasn't in vain a little bit. Because mm-hmm. it kind of felt like when Han died in episode seven that 
it seemed almost pointless. Yeah. Though I did expect Han to die, and I was honestly right. not overly upset because that's just kind of what I anticipated happened to Harrison Ford. But it did seem like, oh, cool, Han's dead, great. <laughs> he sacrificed himself and nothing came of it. Right. But I do think they built on it. You know, in episode eight, Snoke is telling Kylo he's like, sucks because he's like <laughs> it tearing, it's tearing yeah, you apart you killing your dad is the reason you lost to ray because you're so emotionally distracted from what you just did that you right. knew it was wrong so like that kind of that act expounded on itself and eventually it was the way, thing that redeemed him yeah which was cool because i think leia was telling han you know he's the only one who can reach their son yeah because well that was that whole thing luke's just a jedi but you're his dad and like saying that's a more powerful connection which is cool it's a cool family connection i think so that was really powerful to me um, I like the same fight as you. I loved Babu Frick. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> um, and I liked uh, everyone being together. Yeah. That was something that had been lacking, and I felt really made me appreciate this trilogy more was getting to see um, Poe, Finn, and Rey all together, you know? It was fun to see, like, a Rey and Poe's relationship at the beginning, kind of teasing each other. Like, she's mad about the Falcon and he's mad about BB-8 being broken. That was fun. Lots of good jokes. And Poe kind of, or Finn being kind of like that middle me- guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, like the mediator of the two. <laughs> That's true. And Finn's character was a lot lot better in this as well. I, I think. loved Finn in 9. I honestly good... hated him in 8 and hoped he died. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, no, I, I hear you, though. It, it was like um, just they, they kind of made him more like, I don't know, like a battle-hardened soldier now. Like he was before he was kind of goofy and kind of like and they did his the way they did his hair and his outfit it was just a lot more like he, he yeah, definitely grown he knew what up he was in doing year. it made sense that he was gonna help poe be the general of the resistance after leo went like it just it worked mm-hmm. so and their relationship everything was just, it was just a good movie for the characters i think mm-hmm. um so that was definitely like probably my favorite things all right so i guess that leads us to what were some of your not so favorite not so things. favorite things um i definitely wish that the movie was longer oh sure <laughs> just because you know there's always more you want to see mm-hmm. um to, to me i'll just say that it felt like there was a lot of things to me that were so close to being freaking awesome that just barely fell short a mm-hmm. couple of like ideas that i'm like yeah that was a great idea you just need to go a little farther with it. Like the number one uh, for me is just um, Ray hearing everyone's voices. Mm-hmm. Like that was a cool setup from the beginning of the movie where she's reaching out, like be with me. And then at the end, be with me. But to me, it was like, you came so close and you put their voices in it. The next step would have been like, let me see the force ghosts, you know? And I understand like maybe not every one of those characters were force ghosts. So maybe their voices could have been in it, but at least like, obi-wan or that was something i was actually Qui-Gon just thinking of was so that to me honestly the ending scene is the biggest letdown of the film yeah um and the be with me part i think it was just a little drawn out to where she's like laying on the floor like oh, that seemed really weird <laughs> like i could die but hey be with me like that seemed kind of weird to me but like you're saying is like it could have been really really cool yeah and it and wasn't bad it's no just, it wasn't bad it, it could have been better it could have been a lot better and I do That's think what you were saying is that I, at first when I was worried, cause I heard there was like, like 15 different Jedi who were talking to her and I was like, 
uh, none of y'all the reserved to be force ghosts. And I was like, okay, actually they aren't. And then I was like, that would have been really cool to kind of distinctualize because that was a big thing to George some Lucas. Some people who weren't force ghosts and some who were. Yeah, that That'd some people cool. learned and were powerful enough Jedi to come back all the way. And then some were only supposed to remain voices because that was at the extent of their power. Yeah. And that would have been a cool like distinctualize like, you know, Luke's back, Anakin's back, Yoda's back. But maybe not like Illuminara, because right, or Kanan, or Kanan. That I like thought what? that was a cool part about Kanan's arc in general in Rebels. Yeah, I, yeah. So that 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 for me is like one of the biggest things because I thought it was hard. There's the first time around, and since we watched it together, maybe you felt the same way. Um, it was hard to pick out whose voices were whose because there's such short lines. Yeah, every, and, like, like I didn't know people that, that just was saying Luminar. Ray. I didn't know that was Luminar's voice <laughs> until, until the, the credits. credits. Yeah, yeah, like I picked up Ahsoka, I picked up Mace, Anakin, Mace, Qui Gon, Obi Wan, and Qui Gon, and Both Yoda. Obi-Wans. Yeah, it's but, weird, but I didn't cool. pick up Luminara, and, and uh, I didn't I actually I didn't pick up Kanan or Ayla, and, and it was just like it, if you could have either seen their faces or I don't know. Or, I mean, anyways, it was just it was a lot. And it was cool, but it would have been cooler to see. I've seen lots of cool fan art of where the ghosts are resting their hands on Ray's shoulders while she's battling the Emperor. And like, that's just that would have been a cool visual from the Agreed. audience perspective. Um, and then another big thing to me was just like I have to make a video about this actually later. Um, but just Anakin being in it, I don't know, was super cool because Anakin should have been in it. But I just now have lots of questions about bringing balance to the force. <laughs> yeah. So I think we'll have to talk about that in a subsequent video. That's a good point. Yeah. I And I still take issue, obviously, with the fact that he didn't appear with Luke and Leia at the end as well. So that's another force ghost miss, in my opinion. I know some people are like, no, it's... And Chris Terrio is like, no, we liked... We wanted Leia and Luke. They're her masters. But I just think you had a missed opportunity to put Anakin with his two kids on screen. At least somewhere, so even cool. if like didn't maybe not that scene, but some, at some point, yeah, yeah, it could have like replicated how the party on Agent Kloss with like the party on Endor, okay, where yeah. there could have been all the Jedi there, and then like maybe the final resting place. We just got to see the twins together because those twins together was special, but I do kind of feel like even I do feel like the ben... Tatooine scene was way less, way less of what it should have been. Yeah, and if Ben would have been there too. That would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. That was obviously but, someone who's important to her. Right, and exactly. kind of restored her life. You know, other than yeah, that, like, he's no a minor deal, character. Right? <laughs> no, I, I think that too. And what would you say, like, if you were comparing Return of the Jedi's end scene and this end scene? Because, okay, for a long time, we thought Return of the Jedi's end scene was just going to be the end of the Skywalker saga. And we thought that was the that was the end. Mm-hmm. So compare that and satisfaction and satisfaction to the end we have now to the Skywalker saga like do you think that Return of the Jedi's ending was more satisfying or do you think this ending was more satisfying um I don't really think it's close I think Return of the Jedi yeah. is way more satisfying I agree um for I guess two to three big reasons um two is like okay so the first one is episode six you know like we won we blew up the bad guy we right. blew up the bad guy base etc so like that seemed very complete and okay handled that you know right we're done with the bad guy and then that was really powerful and then number two is we got all the heroes together to end it in a way that made sense you know everyone just came back from each of their individual missions you know and then everyone was together really cool and it ended with that like kind of emotion getting to see also then the force ghosts all together but all the heroes all together and that's how it ended was on the heroes yeah where in this one it just seems like 
almost like an afterthought, like an epilogue we're kind of reading. With the Tatooine scene? With the Tatooine scene. Yeah. You know, Ray just turning on her lightsaber. Super cool. I'm glad there's a yellow lightsaber. Awesome. Right. I'm also glad that it's her staff. Yeah. I don't understand why she randomly flicks it on, but... Yeah, just to show the, <laughs> just to just show to show the, the audience. audience. Um, and I think her ending the scene by herself is a lot less impactful if she just gained this it's new a good family. Point. If the point of the movie is family and yeah. now she's by herself, that seems really weird. Right. And I don't think Even she's though like I wanted ex- to be on Tatooine. Right. I don't like, think I she's excluding herself. No, no. But I it agree. was just like she was visiting. But yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Not surrounded by like, you know, her friends and everything like on Endor. And I do think the music ending is slightly better in six versus nine. Some that was like nope. my two part three. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What's one ends better? I I no. I think Return of the Jedi was a better ending, and I don't know if that's the part of me that just we grew up with that thinking that. Um, but yeah, just like, and it was cool to me that Ray like took on the Skywalker name, but um, it's just not the same mm-hmm. as like Luke being there at the end. I I don't know. I think even Ben Solo being there would have been a lot more yeah. impactful. Okay, so let's talk about that then cuz I I know that's one thing we both agree on and I know a lot of people do mm-hmm. that Hashtag we say wish Ben Solo's been trending for like a month. <laughs> right. Yeah, and and at the end of the day like they they chose what they thought was the best decision, but I thought you thought that it would have been more exciting and fun if Ben Solo would have lived. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then maybe he could have gone back to Tatooine with Ray. That would have been cool. Right. So I think so. some of the things we had talked about was one number one with the Ben Solo death scene is that it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, right? Yeah. So Ben Solo gets, you know, tossed off a cliff. That seems fair, honestly. Slight cheesy humor. <laughs> but Ben Solo gets tossed off a cliff, come back, Ray's dead, and he's obviously extremely injured but pours everything he's got into saving her. Right. And then one of the things we thought is, okay, he saved her. Now that would to me mean if he poured out all of his life force to bring someone back from the dead, he's dead. He's gone. Like he would die right away. Right. Because he just expounded all of his energy, right? Because it's giving what you have to someone else is how Ray explains it. Right. So transfer complete. No more Ben. Yeah. But then we had this scene where we got the Raylo confirmed, which I'm not a big, I don't care either way, really. Yeah. But like we get this scene where everyone's alive and happy and then ben solo dies right. and that made his death to me seem so much stranger yeah where if he like healed her and then collapsed on her to been like wow he just gave everything and he's gone unfortunately but then to have like that weird sort of like i think it's a full minute roughly on screen <laughs> really yeah where they're i think someone timed out it's about like 40 something seconds where they're alive together and not that like 40 seconds is huge but like it seemed odd seemed long yeah um well, and then outside of that, you know, I just thought that, like, for Vader dying, first of all, I didn't want him to die because I felt like it was a little bit of a Darth Vader rematch. Oh, my gosh. I had the exact same feeling, yeah. Second off, I didn't think that, um, I thought that Vader dying was, like, kind of necessary for his redemption because mm-hmm. it was like, okay, I died for my son right? kind of thing. And he, it was cool because it was like he knew he was going to die doing it probably and it was too late for him now and everything and so that was cool but um ben like from an audience standpoint like he we had already seen him turn we had mm-hmm. already seen the impactful moment where he decided to be good now so like it, it didn't feel as necessary for him to die to be redeemed right like, it kind of cheapens his redemption being like oh if you do something bad you have to 
die to yeah. like make it right. right and that seems unfair with how much i feel like ben really did try and come back now him being accepted by maybe the rebellion or the resistance or whatever we're calling it this week is maybe different yeah and but i like i do think he was to... redeemed by himself without having to fully die. give his life for ray yeah and i don't think he needed to um I don't think he needed to go back to the resistance and party mm-hmm. with them like Agreed. Ray did. It would have been cool if like Ray showed up to that party without him and then maybe you see them together on Tatooine at the end or something. That way you're we don't have questions like why did the resistance not like shoot him when he landed? You know what I'm saying like right right cuz they they're not going to understand. They don't feel maybe Finn would have through the force or something, but most of them aren't going to understand especially without Leia there mm-hmm. alive to like vouch for him and exactly. explain what's going on. Yeah. So that needs time, but it just, it wasn't necessary to kill him off. Like there's not movies after this where we're going to have to explain to the resistance. Like, I don't know. Like even if, even if he had to stay in hiding his whole life and only Ray knows about him, I don't know. Anyways, I totally agree. And that was just a big thing to me is it just seemed like it was too much like Vader or it cheapened like what he had done that made it seem like he had to die. So honestly him living, I feel like would have been, that was another thing we had talked about. It would have been really cool if, like, him trying to save Rey is if he recognized maybe he didn't have the strength to do it. But then, like, I don't know, Anakin came by. You know, Anakin was all about giving it. his life for the people he loved. Right. That was the entire reason he did what he did, right? <laughs> so, like, if Anakin was able to help him, like, restore Rey, yeah. that would have been super cool and maybe a good way to bring in Anakin without maybe having him stand with his kids or something like that. It would have been, like... Yeah, that's true. A the cool moment because a lot of people... Gives him strength. Yeah, and a lot of people liked the idea of Anakin having some connection with his grandson who's clearly obsessed with him. Right. So well, that would have been fun. Yeah, and then like I've seen people talk about um the fact that, you know, Ray got to see all these force ghosts and they would have like or hear all of them. It would have been nice if Ben got to hear some too, especially Anakin, you know, like you said. And mm-hmm. I'm fifty fifty on that, but I think yeah, I think and I and I think the Ray versus Palpatine at the end with their two with their two lightsabers crossed would have been way cooler if it was Ray holding one and Ben holding the other. Mm-hmm. That's just my thought because I thought that would have been yeah. yeah. If instead of just Ray being all the Jedi, they were all the Jedi, or even if it's mostly Ray, but Ben's just there to help. Like I, I don't care, but I think they should have both been there to defeat. To be fair, Palpatine. Ray being all the Jedi doesn't seem any different than Palpatine being all the Sith. No, yeah, I totally. So, yeah, I. Get I feel you. like I'm, Ben and Ray would have made sense as being like the Jedi is not one person. The Jedi is like that ideology of the serving the light, right? Usually, yeah. No, yeah, that's true. I don't know. Um, there's lots of, lots of things to, to talk about in this movie, but I. That the, yeah, those are. Uh, do you think we've covered most of, the things that you? <laughs> I guess, got to give it a rating out of ten. What would you? A rating out of 10 and a well, your overall just kind of feeling about the rise of skywalker you know like if you were to sum up like a sentence or a word or something okay and then first let me ask you this too though oh no what like where would you rank it among the the sequels i think it's my favorite sequel okay um i had a lot of nostalgia with a little bit of new um so i think that way it, it it's fun but feels familiar mm-hmm. but not too familiar yeah no, I, I agree. It definitely had a lot of um, nostalgia in it because I'm struggling now with like, I, I really liked episode seven. Mm-hmm. Almost everything about episode seven I like except for like maybe Starkiller base. So between this one and seven for me is where I'd rank it. Like it, those are my two favorite of the sequels. I don't know which one I'd choose. I'm not, but <laughs> fair, it's going to take time. But I, I do feel like 
episode nine, one thing it did do, in my opinion, is I think it made the other two a little better. Like, Agreed, it was yeah. a good enough, like, JJ did enough stuff to tie other the other ones in a little bit that it, it made them feel better than they were just upon viewing them alone. Mm-hmm. I do think that Which, it didn't, it did end the trilogy, the sequel trilogy, in a meaningful, impactful way. Correct. Yeah, that, yeah exactly. That felt fair, and it felt like it had kind of tied in the two different tones between seven and eight, because there were drastically different tones in the two films. Yeah. Out of 10, I'm going to give it like a somewhere between a seven and an eight. Well, maybe an eight. Yeah, let's say eight out of 10. Okay. I'll give it a seven. Seven. That's fair. And then your little sum up of just like word or a sentence on like feeling of the Rise of Skywalker. Hmm. That's hard. I think (laughs) it was, um, to me, it was one of the best that could have been done with what JJ had to work with. That's that's what I kind of look at it as. Fair enough. But looking back, like, I just wish. Uh, I don't we know, should like, really have one script writer from the beginning, basically, is the moral of the I, story. Yeah, that's where I'm going with it, is I think, like, looking at, like, seven and nine communicate well together, in my opinion, for the most part, and then eight, because, and it's just because there's a different writer and a different, like, I wish they would have sat down, figured out the storyline, where it starts, where it ends with the trilogy, and I'm sure they had a rough idea. But right. you definitely, it's it's fairly obvious that they were kind of figuring out some stuff as they went. And sometimes it worked out cool and sometimes it didn't. But mm-hmm. yeah, I that's what I'm saying. I do think JJ did do a good job with what he with what he had to work with. That's fair. I think I would say like it's a fun, fast paced film that gives a mostly like satisfying conclusion. Yeah. But to me it's all it's just like it's a good movie that there's like like we said, there's a few things that would have made it a really great movie. But Exactly. Like it came so close on some things. Oh, that's the other one too. And I just real quick before we before just kidding, we we're not ending. Cap it off. Um, how do you think that? Like, did you like? Like, you have to work I don't mind gotta say, yeah, just trying to get this Dr. Pepper in me. But uh, I think that Palpatine's like one of my disappointments with it was, and I expected it to kind of go this way, but was how they treated Palpatine's return. Like, I didn't love that. Right. It definitely seemed a little more rushed than Yeah, it was I like, hey, Palpatine, there's rumors that he's back. And, okay, now <laughs> there's a mole in the First Order who confirmed he's back. And it just wasn't, like, as impactful as it could have been. Right. And then I, I'm fine, I guess, with, like, him quoting the tragedy of Darth Plagueis as the reason he still was able to come back to life. But it would have been nice to get a little more. It would have been nice to know that his followers found his dead body and restored it to life and hooked him up to that machine. Like, that really yeah. couldn't have been that complicated to say. Right. Or, yeah, just, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And to, like, just to know, like, a little bit more about how long he maybe had that planned and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, that was a little rushed. And it was kind of like, hey, we only have two and a half hours, so we're just going to tell you this real quick so that we can get on with the movie. It's kind of how it felt. That's fair. That's fair. And then then for him i don't know i just i didn't like the way he died either like now i'm just thinking <laughs> the way of he all died on things. palpatine was so cool but honestly so there's just so many things that i felt limited his interactions or what happened around him you know like we don't know how he really came back i mean we kind of do because yeah. the expanded stuff but like we don't know how he came back in the film we also don't know how he got like kind of so powerful we don't know how he died mm-hmm. and how is him getting his face melted off with lightsabers any different than getting blown up right that doesn't really seem more like 
like is he officially gone now like it is confusing so but maybe we'll get a little more with the potential rebels um the rebels sequel, sequel that's yeah. set apparently about a couple years after be fun. the return of the jedi so we'll see how that goes and if that actually happens yeah no there's definitely and there, there will be stuff that, uh, we'll get answers and like i said we're so we're only a month out and there, there will be more answers and there already has been just in the last couple weeks and mm-hmm. and stuff so there will Chris be Terrier more, just but, can't stop talking about it <laughs> right yeah well anyways but that's what we think about the rise of skywalker a month later let us know what you think or let us know what you think in two months or three months or after you own the blu-ray <laughs> but yep. thanks for listening to star wars doctrine may the force be with you